Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of atrial flutter found under the cardiovascular section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 64-year-old woman presents to the emergency room for several hours of lightheadedness and palpitations. Her past medical history includes hypertension, mitral valve regurgitation, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. On physical exam, her pulse is around 150 beats per minute. An electrocardiogram is obtained, which reveals a narrow complex tachycardia and sawtooth-like waves in leads 2, 3, and AVF. Let's continue with an introduction to atrial flutter. Clinically, this is defined as a supraventricular tachycardia characterized by a sawtooth appearance, regular rhythm, and some atrioventricular node conduction block. Conditions that are associated include chronic obstructive lung disease, pulmonary embolism, thyrotoxicosis, alcohol use, and mitral valve disease. Risk factors include chronic lung disease and heart disease. In terms of the pathogenesis, there is a large re-entrant circuit typically in the right atrium. Moving on to the presentation, Symptoms may include syncope, palpitations, fatigue, and poor exercise tolerance. On exam, the pulse is often around 150 beats per minute, and the blood pressure may or may not be decreased. In terms of further imaging, transthoracic echocardiography is indicated as the initial imaging for evaluation of atrial size and function. It may also help to diagnose any valvular disease or thrombus. In terms of further studies, an electrocardiogram is indicated for all patients. Findings may include a narrow complex tachycardia, ventricular rate between 125 and 150 beats per minute, a regular atrial rate between 250 and 300 beats per minute, usually with a 2 to 1 AV block, and flutter waves or a sawtooth wave in leads 2, 3, and AVF. Adenosine administration is indicated if the ECG is unclear as adenosine transiently blocks the atrioventricular node, so atrial flutter is more easily diagnosed on ECG. And when making the diagnosis, remember that this is based on clinical presentation and ECG. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about atrial fibrillation, with distinguishing factors being that this will have an irregularly irregular rhythm. Also think about multifocal atrial tachycardia, with distinguishing factors being that this will have an irregularly irregular rhythm with discrete polymorphic P waves. In terms of treatment, remember that treatment for atrial flutter is the same as atrial fibrillation, except that the catheter ablation is a definitive therapy for atrial flutter. Medical options include rate control. This is indicated in all patients. Specific drugs include calcium channel blockers, beta blockers, and digoxin. Rhythm control is indicated for patients who are contraindicated to catheter ablation therapy. And anticoagulation is indicated once the rate has been controlled and for patients who meet the criteria according to the CHADVASC score. Specific drugs include aspirin, warfarin, dabigatron, rivaroxaban, and apixaban. Non-operative management includes synchronized cardioversion, This is indicated for unstable patients. And operative options include catheter ablation. This is indicated as definitive treatment. In terms of the outcomes, 
remember that this is often superior in the long term to therapies targeting rate control or rhythm control. Complications related to atrial flutter include embolization and heart failure. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, this depends on the underlying comorbidities. And that's all for this review about atrial flutter. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.